We are streaming, guys. I see me on Periscope. I forget whether DLive or Facebook got second place. YouTube is in fourth place, and Twitch should be connecting shortly, guys. So, what's up, guys? I am James Hake. It is the Hake Report, and I am wearing... Oh, am I on live? You can hear me, hopefully. <laughs> Look at this beautiful scene. You're looking at the, uh, that's L.A. right there. From a rooftop. Very cool. And I'm wearing a beautiful, a beautiful flag of love for the country. And especially for the South. Falsely smeared by evil haters of America. It is Tuesday, October 6th, 2020. 9.02 a.m. here in Los Angeles. Wherever you are, good morning or good early afternoon, if you're on the East Coast or further east than that. You c I will be getting to your calls. You can call in. Some of you are already on hold. 888-775-3773. I'm going to touch on Kim Davis. Remember her? She's that Kentucky lady who uh, was a Democrat, was, was a Christian, became a Republican since the attack on her. And she didn't want to hand out willy-nilly so-called same-sex marriage licenses to homosexual couples, so-called couples, who were pretending to get married. And this was fresh after the Supreme Court forced upon the American people falsely the phony idea of imaginary same-sex marriage. We're going to touch on that because the Supreme Court rejected her taking up her appeal she appealed to the Supreme Court because they ordered her to, like, pass out marriage licenses to men, to, to men who want to pretend like they're getting married. So phony. And it's, to me, it's not even just about religious. It's about common sense. It's about reality. So it's not even like a religious rights issue. It's a basic reality issue. And you don't have to even plead, oh, this is my religious convictions. This is my, this is my right period. I don't have to pretend like, I, pretend like they're actually married. Anyways, I'm going to touch on that. Um, I do want to touch on these weak Republicans. I was watching a little bit of Fox News, caught a little glimpse of it, talking with some of the experts here, at least one of them, about just the phoniness and fake class of Republicans who would never be caught wearing a, <laughs> a Confederate flag t-shirt. It's not, it's like they don't fight to win, you know? And it's like they don't have real life in them. They just have, happen to have some correct opinions or something. And I have a quick reminder of Kevin DeLeon from, I don't know, 2014 or so, because I always make this joke about about 30 caliber clip in half a second. <laughs> so I'm going to show you where that came from. I may rehash the Trump-Biden debates and some of President Trump's, what I call, good interruptions of Biden. And what I consider to be uh, that Chris Wallace, you know, this was the debate a week ago. A little less than a week ago, I think. Feels like more than a week ago. In which Chris Wallace, the... Fox News liberal, and I knew he was a liberal, and I knew he was a kind of a Trump hater, 
in my opinion, he was nitpicking. It's ridiculous. So I have some old throwback clips to show to you guys. And just a r- little reminder about the phoniness of the whole world with regard to this same-sex stuff and the cowardice of even the Pope. It's ridiculous. So, you can call in too, we'll talk about that stuff. By the way, a couple of conservative Supreme Court justices, the only two decent ones, honestly, neither of which were appointed, nominated by President Trump, but one of them is President Trump's favorite, I hear. That is the great Justice Clarence Thomas. He um, is talking about this phony same-sex marriage decision that took place, I guess it was only five, five and a half years ago. It feels like it was longer than that. I thought that it took place before I started working for Jesse. But I must be confused with some other decision. The Supreme Court's been spreading mess for many decades, as you know. Anyway, guys, let's get started with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh. forgot one other item that I wanted to touch on and that is the phony attack on the police oh my gosh and the phony um, false victimhood of the blacks what the heck and by the way we showed you a couple of pictures towards the end of that slideshow of the opening intro thank you to uh, Joel and Chris making it happen of the OG Oscar Grant, as Independence calls him. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good that you recognize that situation. Yeah, up more than 10 years ago. Like, okay, it was New Year's Day 2009. We're approaching the end of 2020. So it was about 11 years ago. This 22-year-old black guy, I dare say he was a bit of a thug. And not a good person, at least not, was not living his life right. So common nowadays, right? Oscar Grant, 22 years old, on probation, had served time in prison or jail for a possession charge, got himself killed. And I don't know if I completely only blame him. I suppose you might um, justifiably partly blame the cop and you might blame the wild black crowd that was causing chaos around this scene. So I told you guys about it in Hake News at the beginning of our, at the end of hour one on the Jesse Lee Peterson show today because CNN is, and you know, his so called family which his mother and his daughter, he had a four-year-old daughter at the time, she's probably like 14, 15 or so now. According to him, he had a four-year-old daughter. Witnesses say that he screamed, you just shot me, I have a four-year-old daughter. 
That's what one one witness claimed that. But this guy, he was on the train, the BART train, and it's so funny too, because the BART train is up in, you know, the Bay Area of California, which is NorCal, like San Francisco, Oakland, and what do I know the BART for? I know the BART because, and Chris may be able to um, corroborate, because he's, you know, he knows the Bay Area a little bit too. It's known for black violent mob attacks and stuff. Robberies, beatings, and it's also disgusting. (laughs) And sketchy. And there were reports of a crazy fight between, like, up to 20 people. And this is after 2 a.m. on um, New Year's Day 2009, right? And police get reports of this fight. So they go to show up, and this man, Oscar Grant, he may or may not have been taking part in this fight. I think he was there with his girlfriend or something. At 2 a.m., New Year's Day... They partied through New Year's Eve. Some people might have been high on drugs or something like that, or tripped out on drugs. Police show up to arrest people. They arrest several people, including Oscar Grant. They pull him, pulled him off of the train because he was dressed similarly to some of the people allegedly fighting. And according to witness testimony, he seemed to be resisting giving up his hands for handcuffing. He was down on his stomach. CNN says, oh, he was shot in the back or something while he was laying face down on the ground, the BART uh, station floor. There, there's the scene. Um, one of the officers had his knee on the neck. <laughs> but he was allegedly resisting arrest. And there were people screaming, dozens of people screaming and shouting at these people, at these officers who were outnumbered. More cops on the scene, more controlled scene. Less likely, even a resisting and fighting suspect is likely to die. Less likely to die when more cops. I always cite that stat, which is a a fact from uh, Dr. John R. Lott, Jr. CrimePreventionResearch.org. Yeah, this is the story that they, that, um, from Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale, something like that. Fruitvale, was that a movie too? Okay, yeah, they made a whole movie about it. They've been pushing this propaganda for years. And I remember, I think it might have been a Sunday service, possibly, from 2009 or 2010. Or maybe it was a more recent service. Jesse Lee Peterson touched on it. Michael B. Jordan played in it? <laughs> I've, yeah. Um, acting like he's such the... It's his first film? <laughs> it's crazy. But Jesse Lee Peterson uh, told about seeing a, a documentary or a movie or a TV show about this incident in one of his church services. And I think it might have been from 10 years ago or so. And he said, but this guy, he had a child out of wedlock and he had served, he was on probation for being in prison for basically being a thug. I don't know how you get like a weapons possession, right? Weapons possession. Don't ask me how that's a crime, but in the People's Republic of California, which these people vote for, and they're not for gun rights, not for decent people, he had a uh, weapons charge. And supposedly Grant pleaded with the Bardock police 
not to shock him with a taser. I wonder if in this movie, which is an indie film, by the way, I wonder if in this movie they show the blacks acting all wild and erratic. And it sounds like, based on what I read about in Wikipedia, I've read about this story a few times because it's come up over the years, right? It sounds like, from what I've read, that the officer maybe thought he was going to taser him or something in the panic, like he was freaking out, because it it seemed like he raised his hands to his face after he shot the guy, and he's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. After several times saying, oh my god. After the shooting. And Grant said, you shot me, I have a four-year-old. But Grant was not going peacefully. And he was on probation. I, I bet you it might have been one of those cases where a black doesn't want to go back to jail because he's on probation. He's been in jail or prison before. And he hates prison. And he's acting erratic and out of control. Because he's an out-of-control person. 16-month sentence for gun possession, by the way. And he, you know, he died seven hours after he got shot. Punctured his his lung. Ricocheted off of something, punctured his lung. To me, maybe an unfortunate accident, I guess. But he, he honestly brought it on himself. And the blacks around them brought it on themselves. And the cops, what a shame. They have to serve in areas like this where it's out of control, erratic blacks, and then they get accused of, what, police brutality? Really, you think that's brutality? When the guy's like, uh, allegedly, according to witness testimony, shocked that that it actually even (laughs) went off. I don't know. Maybe he was, he panicked or something. I don't know. Maybe he choked. But it's so ridiculous. A fight, and blacks are the problem on the BART. Regularly, we hear about this. There was a case where a black guy lit a homosexual or transgender person on fire. Remember when I told you guys about blacks setting whites on fire? This was a Jewish kid who got into, like, the weird sexual gender weirdo stuff. And he got lit on fire by a black guy. I think it was on the BART. All kinds of crazy stuff happens on the BART. But the one time a cop does something maybe wrong, and he, by the way, he served for involuntary manslaughter like a year or so in jail, got out on probation. The blacks were rioting multiple times. They rioted a week after the shooting, and then they rioted at more than a year and a half after the shooting when they, when they got, they found him guilty for involuntary manslaughter, one of the officers. But not for murder, because how are you going to call that murder? It's ridiculous. Not for voluntary manslaughter. It seemed like it was an accident based on what it looks like, right? And anyway, like, it's a crazy situation. If you want them not to, if you want them not to shoot you, you keep the situation calm. If you, don't, if you have concern for the guy who's getting arrested, you stay calm and stay back and keep the, the scene under control. But the scene was not under control. It's, re- it's crazy. And, you know, so the um, Irish, I call her Irish, <laughs> female, because I don't want to call her white. <laughs> 
But uh, this woman, Nancy O'Malley, is like a county DA or something like that. And she's reopening this investigation into this case, which I'm sure has been investigated over and over and just ridiculously. Um, This case of the death of Oscar Grant. And they're acting like he's a, he's say his name type of stuff. And he was living wrong. And the people around him were acting wrong. They put his, they put his life at risk by acting so wild. The cops were, one cop said that it was like the most terrifying experience, which is odd to sound, hear a cop talk like that. But it's, it's also like, shows you that these are very uncontrolled, crazy situations that these people get into. These cops that have to deal with these crowds of wild, unpredictable blacks. So, it's, they don't tell you the real story. So, uh, there's a new case in Texas. So she's opening up a whole new case. It's ridiculous. Nancy O'Malley. Reminds me of that guy who was, um, governor... There's another, like, Irish Democrat who was governor of some northeastern uh, state. And he was trying to run against Hillary Clinton. He was in the Democrat debates. I forget what his name was, but he was a dumb kiss-up Democrat. And I don't know what she is, but it's, it's fake. Thank you for the compliments on my nice shirt. Appreciate it. This is about love. The South is all about love, truth, keeping the government, the federal government in check, not letting them overreach, right? Right. So this police officer in Texas, Sean Lucas, looks like a young man. Um, I don't have any pictures of him, but Sean Lucas was a cop in Texas Supposedly intervening in a domestic dispute. Oh no, the black male who got shot was supposedly intervening in a domestic dispute. Maybe ill-advised, I don't know, but Jonathan Price was shot and killed, 31-year-old black male, shot and killed by a cop, and this cop is now charged with murder, has been arrested. I don't know the story with this, but I know one thing that is a strike against the, the... I guess, unfortunately, fallen black male and his supposed family. Because the attorney involved who's smearing this officer is Lee Merritt, who is a black radical attorney who gets involved in these cases a lot. He was also in, he's also involved in this Ahmad Arbery case. Lee Merritt, who has struggled with depression, according to CNN. Lee Merritt, which is a black radical attorney in Dallas, pushes that black victimhood, phony black victimhood stuff. So, it's boring. Um, this was in Wolf, Wolf City, W-O-L-F-E, Wolf City police officer Sean Lucas shot the male Jonathan Price while responding to a call over the weekend. Investigation is ongoing, but somehow he's arrested and charged with murder. I don't know. 
and of course the Breonna Taylor case, there's a, the, it seems like juries, you know, the American people, you're judged by your peers. Juries are getting more and more corrupt because the people are getting more and more corrupt. This, in Louisville, Kentucky, the, there's a second person in the, in the grand jury with uh, Breonna Taylor's case who wants to talk to the activists, area activists, meaning agitators. They're not activists, they're agitators. They're people who cry guilty even when there's evidence of innocence, which you're not, you're not supposed to have to prove your innocence. You're supposed to prove your guilt if you have any guilt. But these officers are presumed, the officers who got, went into this drug raid and shot Breonna Taylor when somebody shot at them, whether it was the boyfriend or her, <laughs> uh, they're, uh, they got off. One of them got charged with wanton endangerment for firing into, firing bullets that hit other apartment walls, right? Which I think that's a railroading, too, of that officer. Again, it's a crazy situation, and the officers are nitpicked to death when they're trying to do their job and trying to protect themselves and trying not to do anything unreasonable to these crazy blacks who are acting erratic. It's crazy. So, I just... It's crazy. That was in Hake News. End of hour one. I am going to be getting to your calls. Appreciate the support. Thank you to Noah's R. Kansas with For the Diamond. Thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson hosting the show on DLive.tv. What's up, Dark Side of the Bear? Thank you for the gifted subscriptions and for hosting the Hake Report. Nice to see you. Hope all is getting worked out on your end. Haven't been able to keep up with everything on your end, but... Nice to see you. <laughs> okay. You know, let me quickly get to um, a couple of callers before I get... President Trump is healing from the commie virus, by the way. And I wish him well. I like how he's handling it. I like how he's leading. You got to take your chances. You got to keep on pushing. And... He is so right to say, fear not. Well, don't be afraid. God said, fear not. Trump said, don't be afraid. The media says, be afraid. You can't say, don't be afraid. Stupid. Well, not just the media. It's all, all dumb intellectuals everywhere. Um, let me get to Samuel in Sweden. He wants to ask a, a question or give his thoughts on... On something, Samuel. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm really happy to call in to your show. Cool. And uh, you know, um, I was censored by YouTube once more. <laughs> oh, really? You've well, been censored before by YouTube? Yeah. Well, okay. Not censored. First time I was my uh, I couldn't earn money from my video because I used the uh, material from some. It was a copyright thing, but they returned it or whatever. I don't know. They took it back. Okay. Nice. Complained. But now uh, I uploaded a video. I, in my Sunday stream, I tried to show a very interesting 
uh, animated video about immigration, and <laughs> I couldn't play. I think I, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't play the audio, so I uploaded uh, like offline the video, and then you know I didn't stream it online, so I uploaded it uh, yesterday, and I got an email from YouTube saying that they had. Uh, stopped my thumbnail for the video. They uh, said that it broke the guidelines of YouTube. So they didn't remove the video, but they banned my image for the video. And the image for my video was just the image of me when I in the video. I don't know why. Perhaps it was because there was some Indian from the cartoon or something. So what I did was I uploaded a new image, an exact same position I had. I was holding my hand over my eyes, and then I blurred the image of the Indians and added, um, what did I add now? It's, um, oh, Lord, now I forgot what I said. But, you know, I actually made it more like a clickbait. But I don't know why you would... Uh, I think I know. If if um, if my suspicions are correct, you used yeah. oh. a you used a video of a cartoon made, I believe, by a channel that I've mentioned before here, White Rabbit Radio. White Rabbit. Yeah, White yeah, Rabbit, Rabbit Radio, and White Rabbit Radio is probably they might be banned or heavily have, censored. They have a yeah, they might be heavily censored on YouTube, and it was a reference to, like, it was kind of a switcheroo with, oh, they, imagine the Indians trying mm, to protect yeah. their homeland with this immigration thing, and the whites come in and saying, oh, we're not going to take you over. <laughs> and then this, they <laughs> yeah. did. And they've made a, they made a, a video that I liked called Anti-Racist Hitler. And I don't think that that's up on YouTube anymore. You can find it on their library.tv yeah. channel. Um, interesting. Would... So, yeah, I, if if my suspicions are correct, it's because you used a White Rabbit radio video. But I don't know. Uh, the video is, my video is still up. Uh, but I, okay. now I had this thumbnail. I wrote offensive material over the blurred image. Uh-huh. So it's, you know, my dilemma, and I called the, uh, the headline for that video, Does White Lives Matter? Right. You know, because, uh, but, and I also can mention that a, my next Sunday's dream, you know, it's long to that, but, you know, uh, I will, my headline will be um, Macho. Uh, macho culture is under attack, and especially here in Sweden, there is a phenomenon, uh, I don't know, <laughs> phenomena, whatever. It's a situation where for many years, uh, organization has tried to uh, stop macho culture in at the workplace. You're talking and about, there, you said macho culture? Ma- yeah, macho, macho man, macho, macho man. Okay. <laughs> you know, and they, they, every company, every big company is having all this uh, information, how to stop manliness, and it's okay for men to cry, and they do it here right. in Sweden like crazy. And I want to talk about it. So my headline is, macho culture is under attack. Okay, nice. Uh, and and the one thing that I mentioned 
uh, to uh, Nick when I call in that I also want to say, and I think it's an important thing. You know, I, I call in to you um, a long time ago now, you see, it's like, you know, I, I was engaged. I was engaged to a woman. And, uh, oh, yeah, and I remember after that. that. Yeah, and after that, I I washed my head. You know, I just used to, to say often that, you know, wash your head and go your way, you know. And I washed my head, face, washed my face after that. But I realized today that I did not wash my hands. And I the symbol, symbolism of washing your hands is that um, you don't have. I don't have a responsibility for her. You know. I mean, I, I was ready right. to be, you know, a, a husband, a man, a supporter, and and that's you know, be the man. And I realized that I had hadn't really got rid of that mentality with her. You know, sometimes I've thought about her like uh, I, you know, I, I I felt that I had a responsibility. So I was very happy to use wash my hands today. And be like, I'm done. I wash my hands. I have nothing more to do uh, with her. I'm not gonna, you know, it's well, not my woman. Nice. That's a good report, man. I'm glad you're. Yeah, past wash that. your hands and be done with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Samuel. Good input. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Have a great week. All right. You as well. Let me quickly get to Earl in Michigan. Wants to tr- talk Trump and the. Chinese commie virus. Earl, how are you doing? Hola, hola. Buenos dias, James. Hey. hey. Yeah. I see you wearing a Confederate flag. Isn't it beautiful? Um, yeah, just like a loser. Why'd you print loser across it? The session is. Never. You represent losers. The South will rise well, again. Nothing... The South will rise again, <laughs> Earl. <laughs> He's laughing. You're watching too much Gone with the Wind. <laughs> I've never seen this Gone with the but, Wind, but thanks for the yeah. recommendation. I was sheltered. <laughs> no, that's not why. Anyway. All right. Um, I want to comment on your reckless uh, President Clinton since you worship as a hero. Clinton? I mean, not Clinton, but uh, <laughs> Trump. Yeah, you better correct that. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, like my president's president. not a liar. He tells the truth. Clinton was a liar. Yeah. Well, he still is a liar, and so is she. But anyway, man, that is that's a lie in, in itself. So, are you going to really uh, pretend that Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton are not liars? Well, yeah, they're a lie, but uh, all right, uh, Trump lies too. You going to pretend he doesn't lie? No, he doesn't lie. He tells the truth. Yeah, you you full of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I see you you can't uh, discern anybody lies who you worship, but uh, you have lies on. So you give them. You worship peace. Satan. I mean, you, you can't discern. You can't discern Satan's lies. <laughs> <laughs> I admit that when folks lies, but you can't admit when yours lies twenty thousand times, and you haven't seen him lie once. That's amazing. I but, didn't say uh, I haven't seen him lie once, but I say he tells the truth. Well, he lied, and that's too. why you guys hate him. So, you guys hate him because he so, tells the truth. So if he tells the truth one out of uh, 30,000 times, you say, well, he told the truth. <laughs> Got that one time. No, basically, <laughs> his, his overall push is all about the truth. 
truth, no, that's your, truth your justice in the American that's your way. Version of, your version of it. You, you also worship Superman, too? <laughs> in the American way? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I bet you the new um, Superman movies don't say truth, justice in the inter- <laughs> in the American way. They'll say, uh, fi- your truth, social justice, in the globalist, international way. I yeah, almost said a bad word. <laughs> yeah, go on. Because you're a bad boy. <laughs> you're a racist and a bad boy. Dang. That's amazing. But, uh, you know, you're techless and... And reckless uh, president wants to be a macho and show off. He'd rather uh, not true. Have people people's uh, lives in danger. Wrong. Just to put on a photo op. So wrong. To to uh, to show that he he can beat uh, coronavirus as if he's not contagious himself. You think uh, just because he stands up? And pretends he's he's macho that uh, the coronavirus just went away. He can't infect others. What are you talking about with this? What are you talking about? With, you're not an English as a second language person. I'm not going to let you get away with this macho talk. Uh, Trump is setting an example and wanting the American people a bad example, a good example. He's setting a very good example because he wants the people to go out. He said, "Go out there." Be careful. Do you guys have the clip that that um, I didn't ma- I didn't make the, cut this clip? Yeah, let's go ahead and play six one and listen to President Trump. Him, uh, it's the full thing. How long? A minute thirty seconds. Mm, yeah, let's go ahead and play it. President Trump is this the one where he's he's just at the White House? He says, oh, "I just got back here," and. Don't be afraid of the virus. Don't let it dominate your life. I got out there. I took the risk. I caught it. Listen to Trump, if you have it. Nice. I just left Walter Reed Medical Center, and it's really something very special. The doctors, the nurses, the first responders, and I learned so much about coronavirus. And one thing that's for certain, don't let it dominate you. Don't be afraid of it. You're going to beat it. We have the best medical equipment. We have the best medicines, all developed recently. And you're going to beat it. I went. I didn't feel so good. And two days ago, I could have left two days ago. Two days ago, I felt great, like better than I have in a long time. I said just recently, better than 20 years ago. Don't let it dominate. Don't let it take over your lives. Don't let that happen. We have the greatest country in the world. We're going back. We're going back to work. We're going to be out front. As your leader, I had to do that. I knew there's danger to it, but I had to do it. I stood out front. I led. Nobody that's a leader would not do what I did. And I know there's a risk, there's a danger, but that's okay. And now I'm better, and maybe I'm immune. I don't know. But don't let it dominate your lives. Get out there. Be careful. We have the best medicines in the world. And it all happened very shortly, and they're all getting approved, and the vaccines are coming momentarily. Thank you very much. And Walter Reed, what a group of people. Thank you very much. Isn't that beautiful, President Trump? And he said, and he said, get out there, but be care, be careful. So he's not saying be reckless, and he's not 
he's a germaphobe, man. He doesn't even like people sneezing around him. You really think that he's gonna take the risk to give other people his disease? No, he's exactly. a, he's a thoughtful he's person. It. No, he's not doing that. He's exactly doing it. Wrong. Why is he out with other folks? He's when not. He's contagious, I haven't seen him out with anybody. A, a center of contagion. Uh, 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 contagion himself. You're being you dumb. You think he just stays with him? You're being obstinate. You think people around him won't catch it like it does everybody else who hasn't? You're being very present? obstinate, Earl. He's the oldest person no, around him, by the way. you're not being very reasonable. You're not making much sense. No. You're being blinded by trying to justify everything he does as if it's right. I don't even have to try. That was a beautiful statement. The coronavirus. Oh, hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mind. The coronavirus. <laughs> I like when he kind of tries to mock me. But, uh, Earl, have you not been aware that this COVID thing has been dominating people's lives, forcing phony exactly. shut? Hold on, man. Forcing phony shutdowns and uh, and destroying people's. Econ- you know the economy and people's businesses. It's ridiculous. It's insane To nope. have that stuff shut down still in fact in fact it should have been done much more You see the other countries that's because it, no they who, didn't who, who, whose population followed uh, 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 Using masks and and washing their hands and, and spacing They're over there. We're, we're the leading country in death and people infected why is that, Jane? Because there's a whole lot of fat and old. Let me answer the question. Because there's a whole lot of fat and old people, and uh, people, and we're overcounting it. And I, f- second of all, I don't even believe what you're claiming. Overcounting it. Yes, they're overcounting the deaths of COVID. They're counting COVID deaths that are not actually COVID deaths. Do they're you saying, know that's oh, or are you just assuming it? Both. Factual and assuming. I don't even have to well, I don't even have to have any have facts both. because I know that they lie about it, Earl. It can't be both. It's you both. Yes, it is. Other. Nuh-uh, it's both. Because we've heard cases where they'll count a motorcycle well, death. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. We've heard cases where, like, a motorcycle death is going to be ca- counted as a COVID death. And if you've heard one, that means there's more than one, Earl. So it's just logic. Well, it's just, just common because sense. You heard something doesn't make it true or doesn't make it factual. But you haven't. Uh, you don't. You, you. I bet you you can't even name the country. You, you, you uh, shut up. No, you shut up. <laughs> I bet you can't even name the country that shut down and the population followed and they're doing fine. I bet you can't even name that uh, country. Name that country. I mean, New Zealand. New Zealand. New uh, Zealand. Uh, about, Please. Uh, they don't even have. Just a, just New Zealand has, hold on, Earl, Earl, let me answer about New Zealand. New Zealand is very strict. I put them on hold. (laughs) New Zealand is very strict with regard to their immigration. You can't even go there if you're not young and if you're not making bank. And probably if you have any, like, misdemeanors or DUIs, you can't go there. You can't. Even probably, I don't even think you're not even allowed to visit if you have like a DUI or something. Meanwhile, we have illegals coming in here. They get a DUI, they stay here in the country. We're a very messy country and very overpopulated. New Zealand is underpopulated. They're doing fine. Sweden. Sweden is a place that, you heard Samuel from Sweden. 
They don't force everybody to wear masks. Amsterdam, too. Um, the Netherlands? The Netherlands, they don't force people to wear masks except on the trains where you can't socially distance. People wear masks they, around here, they're sloppy, they're fat, they're out of shape, they're unhealthy, including many of the conservatives who felt, and they're right, felt that, um, that this thing is overblown. Yes, it is overblown, but it's also a danger to people who are unhealthy. So Earl doesn't know what he's talking about. He just hates Trump. You're just a sucker, Earl. Most countries who practice You're just a sucker, population Earl. practice uh, co- covering masks or recovering from it. Why is the United States the United uh, States is doing fine. supposed to be the, the best country and the most advanced country in the world? Why are we leading in death and uh, and and and, 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 and uh, infection? We're not, and so dude. We're not, COVID. Earl. When you look at the when you look at the worldwide Seven statistics, million people, James. Shh, hush. Name another country that has seven million people. Seven million? What are you talking about? When you, when you look at the deaths, I looked at COVID deaths, right? I Googled it. COVID deaths. And you look at, um, it gives you this whole chart, right? Total cases in the United States is not seven million. Oh, yeah, seven million total cases. Deaths, 210,000. So seven... Point four nine million one two three extra zeros, and uh, you divide that by, let's see, two hundred ten. They're claiming two hundred ten thousand deaths, right? That is less than three percent. When you look at world, hold on, man, hold on. You look at worldwide. I'm holding on. Been holding on forever. I got you. <laughs> I got your point. You don't. You're not saying nothing. You look at uh, worldwide, three percent. It's the same. It's the same, and they're cl- and that's overcounted. By the way, we we know that that's overcounted. And they've to- there's been reports. The CDC even said, I think, that only a fraction of those people died from COVID. Only they didn't have all these other conditions. So even Earl, China, and it's, and it's well known. It's, oh, you're really going to believe China's numbers? It's well known. And even China. Is and now, name Earl. another country. Calm down, man. It's well known. Calm down. It's well known. You've been talking and it's well known that Americans' health habits are not the best, and blacks are suffering more from it. Blacks' health habits are not the best. Some of them are. Some of them are great, but in general, and they don't listen to the rules. <laughs> so, Earl, you're just being. You're just being obstinate. You're just listening to the mainstream media. No, you just like to talk and hear right. yourself talk. All right. Uh, the fact is, you can't name another country that has many deaths and many uh, uh, inspections as the United States. Whatever. Because Whatever, most of them uh, practice, practice. You uh, don't know what you're talking about, uh, What they were told. Earl, uh, Earl, by the way, your, your president, which you got off Earl. the subject. You don't know what you're talking your about. Reckless, your reckless uh, thing about him. I got to go, Earl. Example. Nice talking with you. Take care. He's being an example. Take care, Earl. I gotta uh, go. Take care. Boring, man. Boring. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> before I get back to calls, let me just give you a quick reminder. You know, I, I gotta tell you about this case. This story about these people who 
are in the establishment Republican Party, keep in mind, like, the leader of, so-called leader of the Republican National Committee is Ronna McDaniel. She is a rhino. She is the niece of Mitt Romney. She supports Trump, I guess, and I'm guessing it's only because pre- the Trump is president. He's the one in charge right now. I don't think that she would, based on what I know about her, I don't think that she would be supporting President Trump if things were, if he were not president, if he were not a winner. She's supporting him by force. A lot of people have been, all his life, honestly, have been kissing up to him because he's successful. And that's what the rhino Republicans are right now. And she smeared, you know, she smeared that guy from Iowa. The great Steve King. I don't know if he's great, but... He's right about stuff. He's plainly right about stuff, and he got smeared for it. Talking about Western civilization, wanting to push English only in the state of Iowa. He's a, in the U.S. House of Representatives, stripped by the Rhino Republicans of his committee assignments. That means he's stripped of his power as a congressman. It's really evil. All based on phony politics, the mainstream media including the failing New York slimes, did a hit piece on him, calling him, pretending that he was supportive of white supremacy and white nationalism and all that stuff, which isn't true, but even if it were true, this is America, you have the right. But Republicans are rhinos nowadays. They don't believe in your rights. They don't believe in... They they hate white people. They hate white people. They're kiss-ups to the Democrats. And so they stripped this guy into blacks, by the way. Degenerate blacks, not the decent ones. And so they stripped him of this thing. And Rona McDaniel said, oh, he, his white, white supremacy and blah, blah, blah. Smeared this guy, a decent man. So uh, I'm sick of obnoxiously weak and phony Republicans, including, like, the nice ones. There's nice ones out there. There's this black uh, Kentucky attorney general, Daniel Cameron who announced no charges in the Breonna Taylor killing, but with the officer, he asked, you know, the grand jury decided to indict him for shooting willy-nilly, supposedly. But he's not a man who's standing up and speaking life and speaking the truth plainly. He's wordy in his responses to the evil attacks from black slutty women. (laughs) Singing and shouting and being obnoxious and political at, on this SNL TV show that you probably watched on the Jesse Lee Peterson show earlier today. This woman who did that WAP thing. I don't know how you pronounce it. But disgusting, vulgar female. A black female, I think. Maybe she's black Latina. <laughs> black Hispanic. But she just attacks this guy. says that he's like the blacks that sold blacks into slavery. As if that's so bad. Blacks who, the descendants of the blacks who were sold into slavery are doing quite well. They they don't, they've never had it so good. Uh, Get real. This guy is saying, oh, it speaks to the low intellect of these people who are attacking me. And they don't believe in, in real justice is basically what he's saying. But he won't just come out and just be, speak the plain truth in life. It wasn't Cardi B, it was the other person. They all look the same to me. 
<laughs> Megan the sta- the stallion. Embarrassing. M e g a n, the stallion. No thanks. Yeah. Gross person. He should have said she's setting an awful example for the people who look up to her for some odd reason. And so are the parents who are allowing children to look up to females like this. And they're evil. She's lying. And shame on the, um, the uh, SNL people for putting her up on stage and allowing her to talk like that. It's disgusting. These people have no concern for blacks whatsoever. Because they're encouraging the blacks to hate and to resist arrest and to all that stuff. Get involved with drugs and sleep with your boyfriend. (laughs) And then the boyfriend shoots the cops and pretends he didn't know that they were cops. I'm accusing him of pretending. I don't know if he was really pretending, but whatever. And then there's this other woman who's like the attorney general from, uh, from, uh, former attorney general from Florida named Pam Bondi talking about how, you know, I was watching Fox News, right? Very cringy stuff coming out of there nowadays. They don't let the truth out. It's run by women and it's stifling the men from telling the truth. Thank God that Tucker's generally still telling the truth. Nice. And I imagine a little bit of truth is still getting out there. Yeah, isn't a stallion a male horse? (laughs) Megan the male horse, (laughs) says J180. Good question. I don't know. It's weird. But this woman is supposedly working with uh, Vice President Mike Pence, which doesn't put my mind at ease. And I've heard that, you know, positive things about her. This Pam Bondi lady, white female, probably a Christian, well-meaning. Attorney General competent, right? But when she goes on Fox News, she's talking all phony and phony upbeat. And it's like, we need men just to tell the straight, plain truth. Where is Sheriff Joe Arpaio? Where is Sheriff David Clark? Where is um, Colonel Alan West or Jesse Lee Peterson? Or, you know, men like that who just tell the straight truth and it's like, uh, it's like, inspiring and it draws a it's stirring actually because they just get straight to the point and don't have this syrupy sweet phoniness to them it's it's not they're not fighting to win and they're not fighting to inspire they don't even know what inspiration is like they don't know what it's just so soft Here's a quick reminder about Kevin DeLeon, before I get back to calls. Kevin DeLeon, this, hap- this came out several years ago, but I reference it. It's like a meme it, to me. And so I'll talk about guns, and you guys know I don't know that much about guns. <laughs> and so, so I'll talk about a... Well, listen to Kevin DeLeon. This is him making a fool of himself. I got this from David West on YouTube. Just a 17-second clip, him describing a, what's called a ghost gun. And, well, listen to him. (laughs) This is a ghost gun. This right here 
has ability with a 30 caliber clip to disperse with 30 bullets within half a second. 30 magazine clip in half a second. <laughs> 30 magazine clip in half a second. I could never get that line right, right? <laughs> I would talk about a 50 caliber clip in 30 seconds. <laughs> Which I don't think that what he was saying, even if you overlook the, uh, the uh, jargon typos, that, you know, he just completely botched the jargon, right? Even if you ignored that stuff, I don't even think that it was able to do that. I don't think it was able to get rid of 30 bullets in half a second. Um... I think that, uh, like, the fastest guy, at least not with semi-automatic, if it was a fully automatic, maybe could... I don't even think a fully automatic gun could do that. Maybe one that's, uh, battery-supported, you know, with a battery power that has double barrel, maybe, possibly. <laughs> I watched it half a second, yeah. I don't even know how many clicks was that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this, the, you know, the fastest draw is some boomer, right? He did a... <laughs> he said four. Yeah, some boomer, he got rid of four, four bullets in half a second. Maybe a little bit more than half a second. Four. <laughs> Which is still a lot, right? The point is, yeah, Jerry Misulik? Mikulik? I don't know how you say his name. Mitulik. M-I-C-U-L-E-K. And he's, you know, some fun boomer, and he's like a quick, a quick draw, and he shoots really fast and accurately. And he, you know, he did a demonstration, <laughs> and he taped together a clip with a magazine and thirty caliber, <laughs> and then fired off a bunch of stuff on a, on a rifle. Oh, gosh. Big Bump gave me a tip, by the way. Oh, they demonstrated what, uh, what he was saying. Let me just play clip B real quick of Kevin DeLeon making a fool of himself once more. <laughs> this is a ghost gun. This right here has ability with a 30 caliber clip to disperse with 30 bullets within half a second. 30 <laughs> magazine clip in half a second. Amazing. <laughs> and so if you weren't watching, they drew pictures of what they think that he might have been talking about, and they corrected the record on stuff. I think that they said if it was fully automatic, it would be like 12 to 15 rounds in in a second. <laughs> so it would take like two seconds. If it was fully auto, I don't know. But this, you know, these people, this is the same guy, by the way, Kevin DeLeon, who got rid of... The great, the great Prop 187 here in California overwhelmingly voted um, in the early 90s to not give welfare to illegal aliens in this state. Save our state, SOS, save our state. But no, we kept the welfare state and we kept them coming in, didn't deport the illegals. And now they've made anchor babies meaning so-called American citizens who get raised and become Bernie Sanders supporters. 
And Bernie Sanders has no loyalty to America. He hates America. He hates Christians and whites. Kisses up to Black Lives Matter. Let's let's these black females walk all over him. I've shown you guys that. Joel asks, why doesn't his why didn't his team correct him? <laughs> they don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you know they say, oh, the point is it shoots a lot, and they don't have to reload thirty bullets. But they never address the lack of character of the people. In fact, they encourage people to be of poor character. It's shameful. But he's, he passed this evil law to officially or symbolically repeal Prop 187, which was passed by the voters. Like 20 years later, he passed this thing in 2014, around the same time as this thing video came out. Just a disgusting person. He's a state senator, I think. He, he may still be a state senator in the state of California. Kevin DeLeon. So, let me quickly get to Trick, first-time caller in Montana, wants to talk about my shirt. Which is a beautiful shirt that wear that shows the Confederate battle flag or something like it, something similar to it. What's up, Trick? Um, great to be on the show. I've been hiking for a couple of years, guilt free from Montana. Nice. And um, yeah, and um, turned you on to a couple of um, veteran friends of mine, and we like listening to you and Jesse Lee. So woke up this morning at the Samurai Chalet where I live. Saw you with this shirt, and I said, I'm calling in. <laughs> nice. Love the shirt. Appreciate Love the shirt. Me too. Brave to be wearing it there in California. But um, two books I've read the last year that um, have given me insights into that flag and that cause, The Real Lincoln by DiLorenzo and Lincoln's War by a cat named Lachlan Seabrook. Okay. That if people read these books with an open mind, they would um, have a different view of what went on in that war. You so, know, I'm, I'm going to be yet. I'm going to be reading a book called Killing Crazy Horse by Bill O'Reilly oh, about the yeah, Indians. Yeah. I'm curious what he thinks about that situation. I especially well, liked his book about Trump though. That's that's my favorite book by him. O'Reilly's? Yeah. O'Reilly wrote a book about Trump. Oh, yeah, he's written well, maybe I'm, a couple of but but anyway. I'm not a big O'Reilly fan, but um yeah, um, I know Lincoln a lot of people aren't, but I just like to know what he thinks because he's like, he's kind of stands for the typical accepted, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New whatever. York guy. New York guy, man. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. So does D'Souza and other guys. But uh, right, um, you start getting a clearer view on why rhinos and neocons do that when you read books like this. Okay. So, so, anyways, but I wanted to mention that, and um, but the other thing I wanted to talk it to you about because you're going at it with Earl. And um, from the community, which I call the con community, about the Corona deal. Yeah. So, so this is this. I want to hear your take on this. We've been, you know, I've been into this thing six months, watching it play out. I've worked in at-risk communities all across this country: Chicago, San Francisco, L.A. And I'm looking at this thing, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm following the same stuff you're following with the CDC and, and WHO. I have doctor friends. And I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay, if this is the plague, the bubonic plague, why aren't we seeing body bags all over these at-risk communities where 
not only do, do they not have good health practices, they have awful health practices. Right. I mean, they'd be kicking over left and right in the Castro district. And I work Cabrini Green in Chicago. And I lived on the south side doing security work. And it's like, and I'm, I'm a vet. I've worked in the vet community. I was a paratrooper in the Army. I, I've done prison ministry. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? So the, they're, they're, these statistics are always, like you, you're mentioning all these people dying. And then there's, you know, part of that, though, I had a doctor friend says, yeah, but half of those people have other, you know, underlying conditions. More than half. Morbidities and, more than yeah, half. more than half. <laughs> much, much more. And, and, and the thing, Hake, is there, the other, pe- other things, is I have all kinds of friends. Who, who older friends who are recovering, right? And you know, I'm a health guy. I, I'm an athlete. I run. I train. I hunt. I fish. You know, I do all this stuff. And I'm like, these people are with awful habits. They're recovering. Yeah. So I'm like, so you're looking at, and then you're looking at. So this, this is what I want to say about this whole thing. Tip, down through the centuries, quarantine typically means when you have sick people. You know, lepers and shit. I mean, they're, they're just dying, and you quarantine them. So we, we're, we're redefining words here. I know. So that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, well, well, because you're attacking constitutional liberties. They really are. Opinion. That's what it is. They are forcing people be- to shut down when they don't, they, they don't need to be shutting down. It's evil. But the people are so be. corrupt. It's, it's not just the it's authorities. It's the people who are corrupt because the people agree. It seems like half yeah. or a third of the people agree with these dumb authorities. It's e- well, fake see, authorities. And I, you, and I'm not, you know, there's no conspiracy here. I'm just saying they don't know what these words mean. Right. Herd immunity, quarantine. So Earl's really confused. Most of the community out there, the social justice warriors, they're just confused on this stuff. No, they and are so purposely, they're, they don't even care what the truth is, honestly. They'll, they'll cherry pick their facts and lie about it. It's just, it reminds me so much of the, um, what they tried to do with climate change. But we're not suckers enough. Enough of um, enough of America is not suckers yet to the climate change yeah. hysteria. But enough of yeah. America were suckers, apparently, to this COVID hysteria because people actually yeah. were getting sick a little bit, and some yeah. were actually dying, seemingly, yeah. uh, you know, apparently. And so yeah. they they fell for it, but they fell way too hard. And that's why I love and appreciate President Trump. Wanting to get us back to work. He said it right. The country yeah. wants to reopen. And then Biden says, the country, the people want to be safe. Well, maybe the females, the liberals, are, who are yeah. suckers for your fake safety. It's such a lie, yeah. you know? And it you know what? Like, we don't even have to read much or know much to have the common sense to know that they yeah. are lying. And that they are overblowing it, and they're hyping it. Yeah. They're overreacting to Trump saying, don't be afraid. They're saying, oh, but you have yep. the best stuff in the world. He was implying that the be- some of the best medicine in the world will get out to the people. And that he was able to overcome it. And sometimes you, yep. if you live a life where you got to take risks, you take those risks. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. No, I totally agree with you. Um, yeah, I was I deployed all over the world in areas where malaria and everything. Right. This is actually when you do risk management in your life, walking down the street. Good point. You do, there's you, yeah, there's all kinds of things you have to do to to stay clean and healthy, common sense stuff. So yeah, I think people, I just across the country, away from L.A. and New York, what I see happening as I as I travel is is that peop, a lot of people 
who didn't know what to think are starting to catch it catch right. on and go, hey, I don't need to wear my mask when they're right. going around me 40 <laughs> miles in the middle of Wyoming. Exactly. And they're, they're not saying, but they're knowing that the hysteria is overblown and they're seeing it. And these aren't political ple- people. Right. These are people Same who thing are with knowing, the riots, hey, man. man. The riots are waking people up, too, because they're seeing evil yep. unmasked. Thank you, Trick. I got to yep, run, sure. but appreciate it. Sure. Call again. Take care. Thank you. Yep. All right. Real quick, let me get to Ryan in Indiana. He wants to uh, talk about the situation. Ryan, how are you doing? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Good deal. Hey, so here's the deal. CDC website, 6% of COVID deaths were contributed to people who died from COVID only. The other 94% had another form or ailment of morbidity. Right. Yeah, six per- you said 6% of those people who died from COVID died from COVID only? Correct. Didn't have other factors. You know, that's most correct. people who die, they have other factors that weaken them, and then, that's, and then something kills them. So, well, the other thing is uh, yeah. the, the rate there for ages, age 1 through 17, 99.999% you yeah. are not going to die. Right. Uh, 17, 17 through 34, 99.997 to 998, you're not going to die. And then it's 34 to 60, 99.997, and 60 to 80, 99.994. And above 80, it goes down to about 99. Where did you get those numbers? They're online, plus the X-22 report showed it. And I got to tell you, this lockdown is so unnecessary. There's people that can't go to work and stuff. And I'll tell you, I started an online business two months ago. I've made over 40 grand and over half the people that signed up with me and I'm showing them how to make money are black Americans. I love them. They're doing really good, and I'm just trying to help people out there. This is great. Well, I appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you for the update. Absolutely. If you want to go to computercashsystem.com. Oh, don't be plugging it, man. <laughs> All right, buddy. I love All right. you. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez. People are just going crazy. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know if that was that the CDC that said that, because I don't know. Because I read, you know, and when I talked to Richard Spencer, he was saying, oh, it's like 3%, 3% death rate. And that's what the numbers are, the so-called official numbers are, right? When you look at America's death rate and the worldwide death rate, 3%. No, he's not, I'm not talking about 6% death rate. I'm talking about the, the death rate of those who catch it versus those who die. But we all know... As Jesse Lee Peterson pointed out on that Chinese station several weeks ago now, that they are overblowing the numbers. Hospitals get money when they count more cases or more deaths or whatever. And there is a hospital, so many doctors nowadays are liberals, and so many so called experts are a bunch of liberals. They're not about what's right, it's so phony. They're not about just telling the plain truth as it is. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> I have some interesting calls lined up. Let me jump to this Kim Davis thing. Speaking of oppression, the gays are the real fascists. <laughs> Kim Davis, you guys remember her? Let me give you a nice little throwback clip of this woman named Kim Davis. According to Wikipedia, Kimberly Jean Davis, born Bailey. 1965 was when she was born. Former county clerk for Rowan County, Kentucky. She gained international attention August 2015, five years ago, when she defied a U.S. federal court order to issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples, so-called same-sex couples, defeated by her Democrat challenger, Elwood Caldill Jr., November 6th, 2018. By 2018, she, she had switched from Democrat to Republican. I don't know what she was doing being a Christian and a Democrat. A whole lot of misguided people. She had a crazy past, too. Multiple marriages and children and different things. But uh, she vacated her office January 2019. So this is a clip of Kimberly, Kim Davis in 2015, September, getting confronted by the media and the lynch mob of gays, homosexuals, in her county, or maybe from outside of her county. You know, these activist people are so vicious, they'll come from anywhere. They'll come from all over just to get you, confront you, and be like, rub their degeneracy in your face. Disgusting. This is from USA Today and from ABC News. Video of Kentucky clerk, county clerk, Kim Davis, refusing to issue same-sex marriage licenses. And this is not long after the Supreme Court so-called ruled or legalized, forced imaginary same-sex marriage on all of, of the states. Talk about states' rights, am I right? So here's Kim Davis and versus the people, <laughs> crazy people. Absolutely ludicrous. Don't smile at me. I'm not being disrespectful to you. You absolutely have disrespecting us. Our second class citizens is what you're doing. You're telling us that we don't deserve the same rights that you do, that you have. I'm saying that you've enjoyed your entire life. Would you do this to an interracial couple? A man and a woman, no. How many times have you been married, Kim? I just want you all to know that we are not issuing marriage license today, Why? pending in contempt um, of court. What appeal is left? Pending the appeal in the Sixth Circuit. The appeal stay has been denied. Right. The injunction so, is the order that you're supposed to issue marriage license. And we're not issuing marriage license today. The Supreme today. Court denied your stay. We are not issuing marriage license today. So Based I would, on what? I would ask you all. Why to are you not issuing marriage licenses today? Because I'm not. Under Why? whose authority whose are you authority? not issuing license authority? authority? Did your lawyers tell you? I don't did God tell God. you to do this? Did God I tell you to treat us? I don't believe like this. In your God. I asked you all to leave. You are interrupting my business. You can business. call the police if you want us to leave. You can call the police. Look at that crowd. I pay your salary. Cameras. I pay your salary. We pay. I pay you to discriminate against me right now. That's what I'm paying for. That's what I'm paying for. I'm paying for this memory with my partner that I love that I've been with for 17 years. What's Oops. the longest you've been with someone that you've been married to someone? I'm what a jerk. You to leave. I'm not leaving. Okay, you all I'm asking you to I'm not leaving. Away. You all are welcome to stay. Just push I can't back help away from the, the counter. No, no. Just push back we're away not from leaving the until we have a license. 
We're not leaving until we have a body. Do your job. Well, when they call the police, when they come, I will ask them to arrest you. Do your job. Call the police. Call the police. I will ask them to arrest you. Do your job. You should be ashamed of yourself. Everyone in this office should be ashamed of themselves. Is this what you want to remember? <laughs> Look at the hand on this. Is this what you want to remember? Sure. That you stood up for this? That your children have to look at you and realize that you're a bigot and you discriminated against people? Is that what you want? Is that what you want? Psycho. God does not belong in the county clerk's office. Shut up. You're not the worse than your clerk. Somebody call them. Call them. I'm beyond listening to you. This is ridiculous. Do your job. Just listen to me. I don't. I don't care how polite you are. We've heard you. We've heard you. I know you don't care. You're not. This is not polite. I would never do this to someone. What you're doing to us, I would never do to someone. You do not understand what you're doing to people. But you're forcing your religion on other people. Can you guys shut up? <laughs> he was yelling at the me he thought that they were the media, but they were other gays. <laughs> Later he's like, Oh, okay, your gays come over here and yell at her with me, <laughs> something dumb like that. <laughs> but I got tired of listening after that. But that's from 2015, you know, vindictive, mean, nasty, angry, bitter, misguided, radical homosexuals forcing their way into the government and the evil people kissing up to them are also part of the problem with that. And she's like, she's no angel herself, not to bash her, but she's been married multiple times and all that stuff. But whatever, she's still standing, it's irrelevant to this situation. She's like, how many, how long have you been with a partner? Whatever. <laughs> they're not partners if they're straight. <laughs> but she was standing on what she felt was right. And she wasn't giving a fake marriage license to people. It's not denying them rights. They can get married to a woman. That's what marriage is to a woman, if you're a male. But they don't believe in reality, right? She went to jail for this, by the way. The, uh, she was, she was refusing to issue marriage licenses under God's authority. <laughs> Jailed for contempt of court for five days. And released from jail on the condition that she would not interfere with the efforts of her deputy clerks who had begun issuing licenses, so-called marriage licenses, to all couples in her absence. So her, her clerks were, uh, the underclerks or whatever, were defying what she wanted. She uh, changed the Kentucky marriage licenses in her office to not have her name on it. Good for her. But, you know, they went in on her. The, uh, there's this Washington Post one time so-called conservative. I don't know why she ever called herself a conservative. This, like, Jewish lady, Jennifer Rubin, Washington Post columnist. Notorious, you may recognize her as a never-Trumper, a hater. Well, apparently she hates Christians, too. She compared Davis's refusal to obey the decision of the U.S. Supreme Court to Alabama Governor George Wallace standing in the schoolhouse door in uh, 1963 when George Wallace was the governor of Alabama, right? And he said, I think he said something like segregation today and segregation forever. And he didn't want 
blacks, he didn't want blacks forced into the um, public schools with the whites. And so he's pretending, she's pretending that that was a bad thing and that so is da- Kim Davis a bad thing for standing up for sanity, not for forced integration or forced same-sex marriage. What a sick person. Mike Huckabee, who was a former Republican, I think he was a Republican presidential candidate at the time. This was late September, like early September, I mean. But this was after President Trump said they're bringing drugs, crime, rapists, some I assume are good people, because that was June 2015, if I remember right, right? Huckabee said that her imprisonment was part of the criminalization of Christianity. And he's, he's right about that. But I know I don't like this Christian bandwagoning over this stuff. We should have her on the show, by the way, because she went all the way up to the Supreme Court just recently and they said, no, we're not taking your case. And I'll tell you more about what the uh, decent justices there said. There's this attorney and author, Roberta Kaplan. She described Kim Davis as the clearest example of someone who wants to use a religious liberty argument to discriminate. We have the right to discriminate in this country. And the definition, the real definition of marriage discriminates against homosexuality and all other perversions. All of the other strange perversions. There are some perversions with regard to like what men and women do to, with each other too. <laughs> That's pretty disgusting too. But this is not what marriage is. The definition of marriage. Mother Nature discriminates. God discriminates. Women get pregnant. Men don't. Discrimination. But blame God. Blame Mother Nature. But they're anti-science. They pretend to be for science. Law professor Eugene Volok, seems like a decent guy, maintained that employer must try to accommodate religious employees' beliefs. Honestly, this isn't even a religious issue. It's a reality issue. There are down-to-earth atheists who know that this is illogical. Doesn't even make sense. I've known, like, Asians and other people, just normal, traditional people. They're not Christians or anything. They know this is wrong. Pope Francis is a coward, too. A few weeks after her release from jail, Kim Davis met with Pope Francis in Washington, D.C. The Holy See Press Office, Office later noted that the Pope met with many others and said that the meeting was not a form of support of Davis's actions. Coward. I thought, this the Pope, I thought the Pope was supposed to be a Christian. So phony. Davis has been satirized in popular culture. She was parodied in a Funny or Die video and a Saturday Night Live video. Saturday Night Live being the same show that put on that dumb black female who did that ugly, gross uh, WAP song, <laughs> which is really dirty and gross. And she smeared uh, the Kentucky Attorney General for standing for, like, actual justice. Even standing weekly, but he still stood for actual justice. The black one. Trump supporter. Right on to him. But he got to shake free from that phony intellectualism. Very original, huh? Not kissing up to homosexual hatred towards, fo- towards Christians. And it's not just homosexual hatred towards Christians, it's the liberals in general hate Christians, including this fake conservative 
Jennifer Rubin. <laughs> Rhino writer for Washington Post. It's not funny or original. It's like anti-Trump jokes. They're just an eye roll because you know that they're not coming from lightheartedness or actual funniness. It's coming from their hatred of him and his supporters and of Christians and whites. It's rooted in hatred and it comes through pretty plainly. Comedy has suffered because people are, the so-called comedians are a bunch of dumb liberals and they're not funny when they're angry like that. So Supreme Court Justices Clarence Thomas, fast forward to today, and Samuel Alito slammed this so-called decision by the Supreme Court that took place back in 2015, Obergefell versus Hodges or whatever, same-sex marriage decisions in the Kim Davis case. Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito said Monday that Obergefell versus Hodges, the case that so-called mandated all states recognize same-sex marriages, is found nowhere in the text of the Constitution and threatens the religious liberty of the many Americans who believe that marriage is, marriage is a sacred institution between one man and one woman. It's not even religious. It's like common sense. The laws of nature and nature's God, right? By the way, the Tenth Amendment says stuff that's not specifically mentioned in the Constitution goes to the states, the federal, in, the federal authorities, including the Supreme Court, has no say over it. But they don't care about that. They don't care about reality, right? So boomer of me not to, to reference the Constitution, right? <laughs> As though they have any respect for it. It's kind of like expecting Earl to think logically or be reasonable. <laughs> it's not going to happen. NBC News, uh, NBC News article says that Justices Thomas's, Thomas and Alito aren't yet done with marriage equality. That's what they call it, marriage equality. So-called news, right? That shows you that they're not for sanity. It's not marriage equality. That's a fake word. And what else? Uh, other headlines said similar dumb stuff. Few said the issue. Of, few saw the issue of marriage equality as being on the ballot in 2020. It may be time to revisit that assumption. Well, NBC employs as their like number one MSNBC host, MSDNC host, is a lesbian, Rachel Maddow. So this is under her show, written by this male named Steve Bennon. He said, Thomas suggested that justices should revisit the issue of the fake same-sex marriage because, as he put it, the Supreme Court created a problem that only it can fix. Until then, the justice said, the status quo will have ruinous consequences for religious liberty. And that's true. You know, they're forcing people to bake the gay cakes and, and make the ba- gay flower bouquets and... Let the gays do their marriages on their farms and stuff like that. It's insane. But there's these fake human rights commissions, these communist human rights commissions that run the local governments. That's why local politics are important, people. Don't try to shoot for uh, Nancy Pelosi, dethrone Nancy Pelosi and, and uh, Maxine Waters so fast. Shoot for the local politics. And then build up. We gotta take over again. The decent people. The sane people. So he said, ruinous consequences for religious liberty. 
This person writes, this is uh, NBC News, keep in mind. Ordinarily, it'd be tempting to simply roll one's eyes at this, but the circumstances suggest otherwise. And then they quote this radical homosexual who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, writer for Slate, Mark Joseph Stern. Slate is a far-left outlet, and Mark Joseph Stern is one of those nicey-nice, fake-nice, radical homosexual writers. And he's big on Twitter, and he's been on Slate for some time. Young guy, but he's been in the forefront, propped up for a long time. He said, it's no secret that Thomas and Alito oppose equal rights for LGBTQ Americans. False. It's not a right to get married. And to get a fake marriage to a, to a uh, so-called same-sex person. That's not a right. But their Monday opinion is profoundly alarming. These two justices did not simply state that marriage equality, a fake word, fake liberal word, has no basis in the Constitution, which it doesn't. They wrote that marriage equality is an affront to the Constitution, which it is. It's communist subversion. It's anti-American subversion. One that trammels the First Amendment rights of Christians. It, it, it trammels the First Amendment rights of everybody. And they did so just weeks before Election Day, as Donald Trump attempts to ram another far-right conservative, yeah, right, this woman is not far-right, uh, into the Supreme Court, creating a 6-3 conservative supermajority. There are two decent guys... I'm letting Samuel Alito be a decent justice. <laughs> For a long time I was saying Justice Clarence Thomas is the only decent justice. But I'm letting Samuel Alito in too. He's okay, I think. Maybe. <laughs> the message is clear. If Trump installs Amy Coney Barrett, the Supreme Court will take aim at marriage equality. Why are they using that buzzword? Well, he's a homosexual. He's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show before, by the way. Mark Joseph Stern. It's on YouTube. Check it out. NPR also calls it same-sex marriage rights. National Public Radio. Partly government-funded. Defund NPR. They're calling it same-sex marriage rights. They call it abortion rights. Those aren't rights. You don't have a right to kill the baby or the right to... Force everybody to pretend you're so-called married? Gay. Justices Thomas and Alito lash out at the decision that cleared the way for same-sex marriage, says CNN. So, you know, the Supreme Court, they're not supposed to write laws, but they call it legalized. It's insane. Just saying, gave a diamond and said, idiots like Earl are a dime a dozen. Yeah. Ghost Murdoch gave a dime and said, Kamala's family were slave owners. Democrats love slaves. We should all love slaves. They actually hate the slave owners now. Let me get to Tony in California. He wants to talk about this. Texas officer, I think, who was charged for supposedly murdering a black guy. Tony, how are you doing? Good morning, sir. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Yes, I would like to talk about this uh, murder situation of this 
officer in Texas. Alleged. The man. Alleged. No evidence. Okay, well, you, you say alleged. The, the, uh, the DA, they found that they charged him with murder. Alleged. So, okay, once again, in your books, your eyes, and those that believe what you say is alleged. But for what the witnesses show and what the videos show is murder. Alleged. Okay, once again, <laughs> this man here, the officer is on a million-dollar bond, which I'm sure that he'll go to the GoFundMe and a bunch of uh, uh, right-wingers, racists, uh, uh, proud boy gay boys will put up some money to get him out. You think the gays support whites? Well, the proud boys, they are gay, and they no, support whites. No. Yes, they are. No, they're not. I seen I seen a video of the Proud Boys. And all of them was gay. You saw the wrong video. You got you got trolled. Well, Proud Boys are not gay. Well, the thing There's is, a, there might be a few in there don't, who don't know what's going <laughs> I, I, on. But I in general, the Proud Boys are are decent. They venerate the housewife. How can a homosexual well, venerate the housewife, Earl? Get well, a brain. Well, Get a well, brain. Is, right, did I call him Earl? <laughs> I see. I see Trump. I see Trump has made. Uh, By the way, the those yeah, he, he, you you bring up a good point. Those GoFundMe accounts they always get removed. GoFundMe is not for what's right. GoFundMe censors censors conservatives and anybody who stands up for what's right. Kyle Rittenhouse is Kyle Rittenhouse have a GoFundMe mail. I see that 17-year-old adult male that's murdered on two people in the street during the protest. It's working fire for him. You should be ashamed of yourself, Tony. You're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse, the man who... Yeah, there, 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 the, the, the racist guy. The young man who killed the people in Kenosha, Wisconsin, in self-defense. Antifa, Black Lives Matter supporters. Evil people. Awful. And this is how Tony talks. Yikes. You're worse than I thought, Tony. Shame on you. I don't know because I mean, I'm just. Shame on you, Tony. I don't twist it. That's disgraceful, Tony. You're a disgrace. Well, that's in your eyes once again. No, it's reality. Uh, you should be just like Bill. You, you're just like Bill O'Reilly. You're always putting the spin factor on it. Okay. Well, thank you, Tony. Appreciate it, man. Anything else? Have a good day, sir. Well, no, that's it. I wanted to talk about the guy, <laughs> talk about the murdering police officer that killed this man for walking away from him. What do you want to say about the officer? Well, once again, that the police department need to be re-evaluated and, and get some of these racist... Blacks just say anything that the radicals... Black people like you and Earl... Just repeat anything that the radical enemies of America tell them. No, it's so exactly. ridiculous. You do not think for you yourself whatsoever. What a shame. You are, the you are 60 years old you, talking like this, and Earl is 60 or 70 years old just repeating what the dumb young radicals tell and you. And the same thing been going on for 400 years in America, <laughs> killing a black. Taking and yeah, raising yeah, them yeah. and disoppressing oh, them, so oppressing them. Yeah, you so, gotta. So, so you Tony, you better run away. Tony, go to Africa. Can, get away from here. 
You got to protect no, yourself, why, man. Why would I get away with my ancestors have built this country? No, no, they didn't. My no, they were worked. They were hard workers. No, they they, they couldn't. They weren't allowed to work. They got. They've been murdered for four hundred years, man. Well, they murdered. Are, that's true too. We're murdered and worked their butts off yeah. for nothing. Yeah. All right. Thank you, man. What a disgrace. Have a good day, and please find the true God and stop dealing with that fake God oh, that y'all deal with. Have a good day, bro. All right. You too. Man. Let that be a warning, right? Jeez. Wayne and Rhonda says, just do what the police say. And don't be ashamed of slavery. It's nothing to apologize for. Be proud. Be proud if your ancestors were slave owners. Be proud if your ancestors were slaves, as long as they served and, and ruled with dignity, right? If you were a decent slave owner, awesome. If you were a decent slave, awesome. If you were a terrorist like Nat Turner or John Brown, shameful. But if you're a descendant of them, hey, you're not responsible for what they did. Whatever, who cares? Uh... Let me quickly get to Mays in Dayton, Ohio. Mays, how are you doing? I'm doing just fine, James. Don't you love, you're the one who likes John Brown, huh? That terrorist? The terrorist? Give some angel good morning. But I want you to explain that shirt that you're wearing today. It's a beautiful shirt showing the 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 Confederate battle flag. Well, I think the battle flag is actually square. It's running the history to that shirt you're wearing. It's beautiful. I want you to explain the history to it since you're wearing it. Uh, you don't even. The know history is it. the South is awesome, and yet the it's South falsely West. smeared. <laughs> it's falsely smeared by evil people, and people like you are kind of suckers for it. Honestly. Excuse me. The flag don't do nothing to me. It's the person that is what the. Person no, has I to said that people heart. like you are kind of suckers what, for for the people see, who talking, hate the South. We can't together, but we can't talk together. I'm asking you to explain the T-shirt. You're talking about something else in the trees. I explained the South. I explained the, the, the history of the shirt. Is the South yeah, is awesome? Not the history of the shirt. The history of the flag. The history of the shirt, flag. The history of the flag is that the South is so awesome. Really? And it's falsely smeared. And what do you know about the South? The South is full of Christians. Hold on. Hold on. You want me to tell you what the South is full of? It's full of Christians and whites and working blacks who actually work. And then there's a whole bunch of degenerate blacks, too. And then there's like a few, uh, probably a few degenerate whites like the that boy who shot up the church. He was raised by a bad family, just like Mm -hmm. many of the blacks are, you know, Mm -hmm. Dylan Roof. So that's the South. And they're falsely smeared by people. Who you listen to? Really? Yeah. You always you always discussing what people are listening to. If you can't use your own brain and and what do you and, know and, about brains if you're just full of hatred for white people, Maze? You can say what you want to say to make yourself feel good. So I'm not the kind to make white Caucasians feel good about what to say. I know I that. We all like know I say, that. I don't care. Maze. If you don't like what I say, I tell you the truth. Use you do not know people. anything about the you truth, Maze. Keep hollering, O'Reilly, O'Reilly, O'Reilly. O'Reilly don't think for me. He shouldn't be thinking for you. What are you talking about? I just like to read his books sometimes to see what he thinks. I disagree with O'Reilly sometimes. I think he's a little too fake, nicey nice. And it's always about a liberal. Huh? Because we know the cold words for liberals. You're not talking about us. You're talking about the liberal this and the liberal that and the conservative. Explain the flag that what's, you're wearing. What's liberal to you? What is, you what's the cold word for liberal in your mind, Mace? They will laugh at you with that shirt on. Huh? Let them laugh. They They're ignorant. They're ignorant. With that flag on your shirt. <laughs> Those that ha- that's happy about it don't even understand it themselves. 
Maybe they understood about. You don't understand anything, Mace. The clan carried the flag. You're, this is this is Mays who thinks that Bible go-to guys one, spit on people, on and, and she never apologized for it either. You, Disgraceful woman. Why are you not care? Why are you not wearing the other one? Why are you so Why are you so bitter? Why are you so bitter, Mays? Yeah, you are. And they worry about Earl and what he got to say. Use your brain like Earl used his and think. And All right. Think Anything else, Mays? That's what's wrong with your people that's in the chat room. But I want you to explain that that flag on that shirt. I explained it already. Do a little history. Love for the South. And tell everything that stood behind it. I already explained this. Go back and listen to my July coverage of of Robert E. Lee, the great General Robert E. Lee. Be quiet, Mace. Put her on hold. Go back and listen to my coverage of Robert E. Lee or look it up on Wikipedia. (laughs) Even though Wikipedia, oh my gosh. Look it up somewhere. (laughs) Infogalactic.com. <laughs> uh, anything else, Mace? Think for yourself and don't let nobody else think. Okay. For you. you can look Thank at you, Mace. And think, Good to well, hear from you. And then when it comes to the mask, can I explain that? The mask? Yes, mask. What about it? And, and these nutty people want to rock right here and spin and, and, and breathe on people. With the nose out of the mask, what good you gonna have a mask on for? And then they upset because they your, no- your nostrils, Mace. Let me explain something for, to you. The nostrils what? are a natural filter. When you're going through some place, it's better to breathe through your nose than your than through your mouth because the nostrils you, are a natural nose, filter. Do do? It doesn't filter as well as if you, you go like this. Mouth. That's fine. <laughs> if they sneeze on you from the nose, they can't sneeze through you from your mouth. But yeah, I'm you saying, can sneeze through your mouth. It, it the spit comes out of your mouth mask. and you sneeze. So if you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask and leave the people alone that want to. Huh? That's the way I said it. But you always all right. Thank you, Maze. Nice talking with you. Have a good one. Never been right and never will. You have a good day. So get with God, and maybe y'all can find a change. But think for yourself and stop letting other people think for you. And be like Earl. Think for yourself. You don't know anything about thinking for yourself, Mace. Good, have, your a good, have a good day, Mace. Let- Take care. Um, oh, my gosh. Let me just quickly double-check everything. So let me get to Marty in Kansas City, Missouri. He wants to address this mask thing. Marty, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, man. First first thing I wanted to say is real quickly about your call that you got a little bit ago. Uh, Gavin McGinnis was on Joe Paggs yesterday, and he explained the whole foundation and concept behind the Proud Boys. And it has nothing to do with gay. I know. I didn't like the name because it sounded kind of gay. Because... You know, homosexuals are proud of their degeneracy. They're not really proud of it, but they're, you know, they're shameful. They're shame-filled people. And so they cover it up with this fake pride. But uh, everybody knows that Proud Boys have nothing to do with homosexuality. They're okay with the gays. I know Gavin McInnes is okay with the gays. But, in fact, he's a little too pro-gay, if you ask me. But um, most of the Proud Boys are for what's right. That means that they're that Western chauvinists. That name was intentional. It was all. It was all, all started off as a big joke. Right. And McGinnis, I guess he was at some kids' play, and these kids were doing their talent. And then this kid gets up there, and he sings this, "Are you proud of your boy?" And Gavin said that it sounded really gay, and so that's where he came up with the name. And he and it just started out as a big joke, and then it just started spreading, and then it started growing, and then eventually they, he had to leave. 
because it got was getting a bad reputation. He didn't have and, to leave. Uh, I don't think he needed to leave, but he left. Yeah, I, I wish he had. <laughs> or he publicly claimed that he was disassociating himself. But I don't know. That story doesn't really help. <laughs> but whatever. Gavin McInnes well, is yeah, an I mean, odd and funny person. So if you, def- if you defend yourself nowadays, you know you get thrown in jail. So right, but, especially um, if you're white. Yeah, but or a um, cop. You see those? You see those? Um, you know those videos of all those people that are fighting in the grocery store because one's not wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are my neighbors. Oh really? They're, they're, in Kansas oh, City. Cra- yeah, it's crazy. These people. Yeah, walking people around are with masks, cases. walking around with masks, and you know, out in the, while they're outside, and then they see somebody that doesn't have a mask, and then they start attacking them. Right. It's it, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. Pull up a uh, pull up this clip of. Oh man! Oh yeah, clip D from the Trump clips. Well, I don't know if you'll be able to tell. Eleven D. I want to play because people are accusing President Trump. Thank you, Marty. Anything else? No, shout out to Nick Lachick, Brandon, Brandon Skip, uh, Hot Computer Smell, and EKFC. Nice. Appreciate it, Marty. Take care, man. All right. You too. All right. right, Bye. Before I get back to the calls, hang tight, guys. Let me play a clip of President Trump on masks. This is from the debate last week between him and Joe Biden. He talks about masks. Listen to this. I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on, you know, when I think I need it. Tonight, as an example, everybody's had a test and you've had social distancing and all of the things that you have to. But I wear masks when needed. When needed, I wear masks. Okay, let me ask. I don't have I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from it. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) That's President Trump. And he's telling the truth. And he's balanced in his views, but they try to cast him as being, oh, he never wears a mask. He sets a bad example. He wears it when he thinks it's responsible. And the media leaves that part, that first part out, including Fox News. I was watching Fox News on Sunday. I don't watch a lot of it, right? But every now and then I'll pass by and it's playing, right? And they edited that first part out and pretended that he's just about all about mocking Masks when he's mocking Joe Biden who is an easily mockable person Joe Biden is let used to let the mask hang off of his ear when he's sitting at a table talking with people Looks ridiculous and So people are Overboard with the mask thing anyway, so he was he was balanced about it same thing with his statement not to be afraid He also said be careful, but they ignore that part And common sense says to be careful. Anyway, let me quickly get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Rick, how are you doing? How are you doing, James? How are you doing? All right? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Yeah, and the the mask, did it work for him? That's a good question. (laughs) He got got caught with it, but masks are supposed to protect others from you, which, whatever. Anyway, Rick, go for it. Man, I'm saying liberals are boy, they making a big deal. He not wearing the mask. They, I guess, they want President Trump to stay in the hospital this whole time for the, you know, um, I guess for the quarantine. He yeah. can go home just like everybody else go home. They're gonna criticize him no matter what he does, unless he bombs Syria. 
That's the only time they don't criticize him. <laughs> They're stupid. Man, it's amazing, man. Yeah. It just it burns me up. Like, okay, he uh, he got tested. The hospital said he's not, he's not, you know, and you know, he just got to just go home and relax, you know. They don't even want the man to go home. Yeah, <laughs> it's silly. That is crazy. Yeah, I liked how I he. I liked crazy. how he drove by the crowds who were crowding outside of the Walter Reed Medical mm-hmm. Center. And he waved right. at them. That was like a, that was a show of support and love for the country and for the people. I loved that. But they're criticizing him for that even, saying, "Oh, he's putting people so, yeah, in danger." So, so, right. People, exactly. like, people, people, including like the Secret Service, who are supposed to be at the top of their health, right? If they catch yep. this mm-hmm. thing, they'll they'll knock it out so fast it'll make your head swim. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's crazy, James. It's like, it's, um, you know, it just, I, it just, you know, matter of fact, it's COVID-19. To me, I hold the liberals responsible for it anyway. Because, right. Um, the globalists. They, they want, they want to, yeah, they want to, they want to force mail-in voting for people can, um, vote through mail so they can steal the election. That's the only reason why they, they, they are right. they're responsible for it. Yeah, they're exploiting the crisis. They're pretending that the crisis is worse than it is so that they can exploit it. Right. And use it to their advantage. They're evil people. Yep. And Sip that's suckers. what they're doing. And I hope President Trump don't sign off. If you want to vote, carry your tail to the polls and vote. Yeah. You go everywhere else. The way I look at it, you go, you go to Walmart, you go to your favorite restaurant and eat till you're overweight. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, you can go vote and stand in line and vote. I don't want to hear that. And there's an, Oh, man, you know there's another shooting right in Texas. You heard about that one. Yeah, I heard about the police shooting. I haven't looked into it yet. You, disgusting! Need, just all the worst people are involved are hyped up about it, though. So I don't believe it. I'm like halfway not even interested in looking into it because I'm actually more than halfway not interested. Because look at the disgusting people who are involved: Lee Merritt, Tony, and Tony in the same in the same call called Kyle Rittenhouse a murderer. Talk about a disgusting, awful person! Shame on you, Tony. Oh, talk about ignorant, willful ignorance. You know, too, I didn't, I didn't, I haven't even gotten, the, when it comes to police shootings, yeah. I tell people, don't give me, don't give me the end of I want all the I know. facts, and, and I want give me all the facts, and I'll go from there. <laughs> really? I'm not, don't take me the last clip after they throw the um, black man on the ground because he resisted arrest. Don't show me that part. I want right. it from start to finish. So and, this, uh, If you don't get the whole thing, I don't even want to see it. I'm told that this... This guy who got himself killed, who was supposedly intervening in a in a fight, in a fight, yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. So he was intervening in a fight. Okay, good for him, trying to break up a fight. That's what mm-hmm. they said about this Kenosha guy who also resisted arrest. He broke up a yeah. fight between black females, right? But this guy, yeah, they say that he was resisting a- arrest in a decent way. This Jonathan Price guy, thirty-one year old black male, over in Wolf oh. City. Police officer yeah, Sean that. Lucas shot him. I don't know, Rick. It's it's you can never believe what they it tell always, you. You can always count on it being right. an overblown situation. It always happens all over before election. You know, to try and get you know get um try and get the black vote to keep them aggravated and stuff. Even black people here in um Hampton, VA, James, they're talking about they against no knocks, and they don't even understand why no knocks are used. You yeah, know? I mean they just. They just support stuff 
out of emotion and um and like I say with the liberal whites and blacks and they just go along and don't research anything, man. They, and they just and don't. did you speaking of oh non-threatening way? <laughs> He was resisting arrest in a non-threatening way. Okay. So was that guy who was uh, trying not to get out of his car in Tulsa, Oklahoma with that white guy who he was not, he seemed to be non-threatening when he was <laughs> grabbing onto his car and not coming out and saying, oh, you're violating my rights. And then he shoots them both in the head, kills one of them. That was a non-threatening way, right? Wouldn't you say that's non-threatening? He's, he was acting pathetic. Yeah, he- so yeah, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I gave five rules of how to survive police shootings: is don't commit a crime in the first place. Yeah, and then don't commit a crime while you're drunk or high. Don't wave any guns whatsoever. That includes knives, guns, cell phones, scissors, nothing at the police. Yeah, don't fight the police and don't resist. And ninety nine point nine 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 percent, you will survive <laughs> a right. police pullover. It'll be a great experience for you. Yeah, so you do, you're breaking in those rules. You may you gonna you, you um you putting yourself at risk because yeah. they don't understand. Just like I mean, this is Brianna Taylor, but they want we need to eliminate no knocks. You I know what? You, you know what about her case? She with, she mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a no knock, and if they had no knocked, they've just bust busted right in. I wonder yeah. if he'll be if either of them would have been able to get to his gun. And shoot at them, and then there would have been no shots fired. Hopefully, he shouldn't have shot at them. He shot first. I know, but they they and knocked to, first. That well, was their mistake. They should well, not have knocked. They um yeah, you know, in other places that same night they went to the ex boyfriend's home. I think they got him, and they did a no knock. Yeah, no shots him. were fired in yeah. those other no knock raids that were the same night. They did actual no knock raids. No deaths. No shooting. In the one where they knocked and announced when they shouldn't have, but somebody told them to, apparently. They, uh, they got caught. What a disgrace. Yep, he, sh- he shouldn't have fired. And matter of fact, he fired, and, that, and that's the number one rule of gun safety. Don't shoot at none you can't identify. Right. If, you, if you're not sure what it is, you have no business shooting. And most times, you know, when, and, and when people are scared, because he was, he was afraid of, Brianna's ex-boyfriend coming there. Supposedly. That's who we thought who it was. Supposedly. Right. This guy looked so, like a piece of work. He looked like not some innocent person either. <laughs> right. I saw a picture I mean, of this Kenneth was, Walker guy who shot at the cops, allegedly. Or he also yeah. told them that, that Brianna was the one who shot, but he changed his story. Rick, I got to run. Appreciate it, man. Good to hear hey, from you. love you, James. Keep up the good work, brother. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Take care. So... Real quick, let me play this clip C about these shutdowns, these communist shutdowns. This is from the, um, from the debate President Trump was talking about how they don't want to open up the economy. And, he's, and he tells them that we need to reopen. Here it is. Vice President Biden, you have been much more reluctant than President Trump about reopening the economy and schools. Why, sir? Because he doesn't have a plan. If I were running, I'd know how th- what the plan is. You've got to provide these businesses the ability to have the money to be able to reopen with the PPE as well as with the sanitation they need. You have to provide Tell that them to Nancy Pelosi. To, to, <laughs> well, he's just shush for a minute. Tell it to Nancy Pelosi and Schumer. Nancy Pelosi and Schumer, they have a plan. 
He won't even meet with them. No, they don't. The Republicans won't meet with okay. the Senate. And he, and he sits He sits on his golf course. And, well, I mean, nah. literally, okay. think about it. You probably right, play more than it. I do, Jim. Uh, what about this question <laughs> of reopenings and the fact... Well, he wants to shut down this country. Oh, and God. I want to keep it open. And we you did get, a great thing by shutting it down. Shut it down. Wait a minute, Joe. Let, let me shut her. you down for a second, Joe, just for one second. <laughs> we want to... He wants to shut down the country. We just went through it. We had to because we didn't know anything about the disease. Now we found that elderly people with heart problems and uh, diabetes and different problems are very, very vulnerable. We learned a lot. Young children aren't. Uh, even younger people aren't. We've learned a lot. But he wants to shut it down. More people will be hurt by continuing. If you look at Pennsylvania, if you look at certain states that have been shut down, they have Democrat governors all. One of the reasons they're shut down is because they want to keep it shut down until after the election oh, yeah. on November 3rd. I want to move on to another because subject. It's a political I want to move on to another subject. Those, I, I, I want to move, gentlemen, I want to move on to another subject. Those states are not subject. doing well that are shut I've, down right now. Got to respond uh, to that. President Trump, shut down you have country. begun. It's crazy, huh? And elsewhere, he said, the people want to reopen, and Biden said, the people want to be safe. Okay, Mom. So phony. I have a bunch of clips of them interrupting each other. It's kind of ridiculous. And then stupid, uh, um, nitpicking Chris Wallace was like, oh, stop interrupting. When sometimes he's just saying, wrong. <laughs> That's all he says sometimes. And then he gets chided for being, for interrupting. It's ridiculous. Let me quickly get to Tony, the first time caller in San Diego, California. Tony, what's up? How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Doing fine. Um, I got a question for you. So, uh, I love your show. I love Jesse. I've been up there with church with you guys. It's great. It's amazing. Um, but I do have a question, uh, about the San Diego County ballot right now. I was looking at it when I got it in the mail. I'm obviously going to be voting by mail and going into the polls and making sure my vote was counted. <laughs> um, but, uh, What's that mean? the question is, you're voting, by, uh, yeah. you're voting twice. Um, well, I thought I saw a speech that President Trump said, vote by mail I, and then go into the polls if your vote has been counted. Oh, interesting. And if yeah, it hasn't vote, but I don't know. I mean, I'm going to double check, but that's, I'm going to make sure my vote gets counted for my, my boy, the Great White Hope. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, sorry, but the question I have is, is it says here on uh, Fox 16 in California and San Diego. Are you um, on a speakerphone, Tony? You're coming in kind of rough. No. Stay, no, close. Your mom, your mom, uh, Stay close to your phone. Okay. Um, it says Dang. Prop 16 allows so diversity. <laughs> uh, it says Prop 16 allows diversity as a factor in public employment, education, right. and contracting decisions, legislation, constitutional amendment. Like, how is that the one where they're that? trying to get know. rid of? They're trying to get rid of. They're trying to bring back affirmative action. Yeah, it says permits government decision-making on policies to consider rage, sex, age, color, or no, sorry, race, sex, race. color, ethnicity, <laughs> um, or nationality origin to address diversity by repealing constitutional provision uh, prohibiting such policy. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how to vote for that. I don't, I don't vote know no. how to feel. Cause, vote no. No? Yeah, okay. because that's to yeah. bring back affirmative action. When in doubt on these propositions, guys... The common, um, the common wisdom that I've heard is, when in doubt, vote no, because that's keeping okay. the status quo. Usually they're going to try to bring in something that sounds nice, and if you're not sure, you can look into that 
I guess that Craig Huey guy has some decent advice. He'll re- he'll explain to you what it's really about, and he'll say what he recommends, and you can decide for yourself. CraigHuey.com, H-U-E-Y, I think. Okay. So gotcha. check that yeah, out. I but I think you. that that's the one that they're trying to bring back affirmative action because we have de facto affirmative action in the state of California, where everybody kisses up to blacks and Hispanics and females and homosexuals. Right. But According to the law, we're not supposed to have affirmative action in California. We struck it down, but they're trying to bring it back. That's what that is. Got you. Okay, okay. Because it's so confusing. Because I was confused on what you and Jesse say, where it's like, oh well, we have know, the it we have my right as a business to discriminate. Yeah, right? we have the right to discriminate. We have the right to discriminate. Human human beings. It's like a natural mm-hmm. right of all people, and it's what na- everybody does, honestly. Gotcha. So, but that thing is, that thing is just deceptively worded (laughs) in order to trick you into... I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah. Appreciate it, Tony. Good to hear from you, man. Take care. Thank you. All right. Let me quickly get to Dana in South Dakota. Dana wants to explain about Gavin and the Proud Boys. Dana, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you, Hank? I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. So, basically... The reason Gavin originally left the Proud Boys was back when Antifa was like had attacked them, and then they like you know beat him up really bad because <laughs> they're the Proud Boys versus Antifa, and they always get crushed. Oh, the Proud and Boys the, beat up Antifa, yeah. They fought back because they were defending themselves. Right, they were being stalked around and harassed and stuff thrown at them. Yeah, this Gavin was had, after like, a bottle of pee. This was after Gavin had spoken at some. Republican yeah. thing in either DC or New York or somewhere and the Proud yeah, Boys like, were acting that Japanese dude The Proud Boys were acting as his bodyguard and Antifa yep. came to them and they beat up Antifa It was like a 15 or 17 second stomp session Exactly <laughs> Exactly And Antifa and the by the way was, the Antifa so-called victims didn't even want to work with authorities they I don't think that they worked with the authorities at all So on no. what on on whose behalf are they charging these uh, Proud Boys members? But they well, were the charged with they some type of crime. Yeah, they, so they arrested all of them, including the the Antifa. It can, but the thing was, is the Antifa people that were in the hospital. It was just, I guess, I forget who pressed charges. I think it was Antifa, or either the police did because the Antifa people ended it's, up in the hospital. I think it was New York State. Versus the Proud Boys. Exactly. It was the state. So it exactly. It was, I don't think it was the uh, it was imaginary victims. It was on behalf victims. of Antifa. Yeah, exactly. It was the ones that went to the hospital or whatever that really got wrecked. Yeah. But the thing was, is Gavin had, the, the guys that got arrested, I think they're still even in jail. I think and so, Gavin too. Gavin was trying to raise awareness for them, and he stepped down because the FBI was trying to label them as a terrorist group. And to be a terrorist group, you have to have a leader. Oh. And since they were trying to pinpoint him as the leader of this alleged gang, right. he stepped down and, and disassociated with them because he was trying to help his brothers that were put in jail. Okay, that makes more sense. But, no, that was, that was a, I still say that was a bad idea. It, he, was, he, gave, he got bad advice from standard-thinking lawyers. lawyers. Standard-thinking yeah, exactly. lawyers. They gave him bad advice, and he followed the bad advice. By, uh, yeah, he was just trying to help him, though. He was trying to yeah, do anything he could to help him. I understand him. that. I, yeah, I believe that. I believe that. 
but it was I don't I don't agree with it. it I don't think that up. he should have done it because they still got what two years in prison or something like that. How many of them? Yeah, they're still in jail. It was like yeah, four, I think it was four a year Proud two. Boys. I think you're right. And I don't know if they did anything wrong. Did they go and one overboard? One of them was married to a black woman and stuff too. No, yeah, they I mean, defended themselves. It was self-defense. That's what I think. Oh, we're opening the treasure chest, guys. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. Thank you, Dana. <laughs> Appreciate right, the dude. clarification. Take care. All right. Have a All good right. one. Bye. You as well. Appreciate the support, guys. Thank you to Dark Side of the Bear. What? Independence, Penny Rue. That's racist. Ghost Murdoch. Noah's Art, Kansas. PJ909. Just saying. Shaggy Boy, Fatty Wat, appreciate all of the support. The South stands for Christianity, independence, states' rights, uh, defending falsely smeared white people, and, and uh, traditions, decency, uh, hospitality, <laughs> and everything right about America. Like the last, this, so ridiculous, so trendy to hate the South. PJ909, thank you for the support. Um, Ghost Murdoch gave a diamond and said, Only morons cut their oxygen levels by 20%. <laughs> I don't know what that's a reference to, but thank you. And thanks for the gifted subscriptions to dark, from Dark Side of the Bear. What? So nice. Um, TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JesseLeePeterson.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Take care.